Hello, I wasn't expecting to record another podcast, but here we are. I want to debunk some myths about the sign Aquarius. I'm, I'm talking about the sign itself, the zodiac sign itself, not like Aquarius people or um, whatever. I want to talk about the meaning of the sign. You know, when you first start studying astrology, you see the symbol of Aquarius, you see the water bearer. There's water in the sign. So you might make the very common mistake of thinking that Aquarius is a water sign because it's the water bearer. However, it's an air sign. In Germany, where I live, Aquarius, the, the name for Aquarius is Wassermann, water, water man, water dude. Um, and so all of the kind of illustrations and art for Wassermann, Aquarius, they don't use the Latin Aquarius, they have their own cute literal German name for it. Um, the symbols, you know, like the, the Aquarius keychains or the illustrations for horoscope columns will show a merman, kind of like Neptune. And I, it's already hard enough that Aquarius is an air sign symbolized by a guy with a vase bearing water. You know, they're already misunderstood enough. Aquarius as a sign is already misunderstood enough. But in German, there's just like an extra layer of this sign's connection to water. But the, the astrological element is air. It's air. It's not water. It's air. So some astrologers tend to focus on the mythology behind the sign and are, are very much like, you know, use mythology to de derive the meaning. Other people, um, usually more traditional astrologers, will derive meaning from like ancient astronomy, when astronomy and astrology were the same. But um, I had to look into some of the mythology surrounding Aquarius and, and mermaids because in American astrology um, and you know most most astrological symbols I've seen outside of Germany have always been of um, Aquarius as the water bearer um, more closely related to the constellation Neptune. The planet Neptune has absolutely nothing to do with Aquarius and I was really struggling to understand why in German symbols of Aquarius is there a mermaid, is there a Neptune? Like it just really freaked me out especially because I was talking to one of my German Aquarius friends and she was like yeah I just always I love the beach I have such a connection to water like you know like something like a cancer would say um and it just bothered me it deeply troubled me I mean it didn't trouble me that she loves the beach like go ahead knock yourself out but trying to figure out like the connection with like the oceanic and a fixed air sign 
just because the symbol seemed misleading, the name seemed misleading, and like maybe somebody who doesn't actually study astrology was writing horoscopes one day and kind of lumped it in together for some cheap content, but I got into it. I was going to originally do this podcast in German, but like I can't be bothered. So basically, Vasaman, right, is not, it doesn't come from Latin, the Latin Aquarius is the word that we use, right? Um, it is an air sign. Basically, the Wikipedia for Vasaman, the German Wikipedia entry, I kind of did a little digging um, to figure out the symbol um, because, yeah, I mean, there must have been a division from the Latin root word to, you know, the German word. And I really need to figure out when that exactly happened. But basically, this mythological figure of, I'm going to murder, butcher this name, Deucalion. Deucalion is the, like, symbol. It's not Neptune. It's Neptune's brother. He's the water man. Um, Deucalion. He's the son of Prometheus and the brother of Neptune. And so Deucalion... Um, there's this story where Zeus is angry and like floods the world and Deucalion kind of like has a boat and saves people. Um, and this kind of like bringing forth mankind and kind of carrying everyone together on this boat from the flood. And this is in line with maybe some of our myths and um, images about Aquarius in America. Um, and of course, the story lining up with like Prometheus's lineage with Prometheus also being associated with Uranus and um, Saturn being Uranus's son. Um, and then, yeah, Deucalion being Prometheus's son. Like, there's some sort of, like, correspondence between Saturn and Uranus and also Prometheus and Deucalion um, that, that kind of aligns with the planets that are involved with Aquarius as well. But I really wonder, I guess, if I could figure out when in history... Vasaman became a word because at some point in in the astrological uh, tradition in German history or whatever Prussia whatever you know Denmark Tycho Brahe days like where this began when it split apart from Latin. Like that's that's where I'm gonna find my answer. Um, but yeah, I just kind of had to get into Aquarius not being a water sign and 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 it being more associated with like this God a collective community myth. But that's ugh. see, this also doesn't sit well with me because 
I wanted to get into as well how Aquarius does not equal the 11th house. So in, um, quote, natural houses, which we're all trying to unlearn um, in 2022 as astrologers, the zodiac, the zodiac starts with Aries and it ends with Pisces. But in natural houses, it says that the first house equals Aries and the 12th house equals Pisces, which means the 11th house equals Aquarius. But really doesn't make much sense um, if you really understand the meaning of houses. And Aquarius and the 11th house, their meanings get confused. So Aquarius is known for dealing with like the collective and the future and this, that, and the third. But like Aquarius isn't the most like excited to be part of the collective like they are but like they want to be their own individual person right um and it's represented by saturn and saturn is this planet that represents like loners and outsiders and people that aren't part of the crowd so i'm just confused here um, by by everything. I'm confused by everything. So I have been thinking about these paradoxes of Aquarius where some stereotypes will say Aquarius equals the 11th house, equals big groups of people and friends and networks. And the symbol, the planetary symbol Saturn being Aquarius is a loner, Aquarius is an outcast, Aquarius is a rebel. Um, so if we just like take natural houses away, if we take Aquarius away from the 11th house significations, we get an air sign, a fixed air sign ruled by Saturn. And, um, there's something not very, like, I don't know. There's something not screaming, like, party girl to me about a, f a fixed air sign ruled by Saturn. Um, but, you know, the Saturnian air, like, combo does give way to an understanding of social structures and the way that ideas are formed. And Aquarius is represented by a person. It is like a human sign, as all the signs that include humans are kind of related to social um, endeavors. So it, it does have this social aspect about it. But... Um, I don't know. I'm my planetary ruler, the ruler of my ascendant, Saturn is in Aquarius, right? And I have a complex, I have a complex, an individuality complex where I don't know if it's because my mom named me Brandon. Um, I've considered like changing my name a bunch of times where I'm like, oh my God, I just wish I had a normal name. And then I think about having the same name as everyone else and I like freak out um, a little bit or not necessarily freak out, but I'm just like, 
and subconsciously, unconsciously, I have, like, a complex about my name being different from everyone else's name, and I've, like, totally just gone through all stages of grief about my name and just ultimately ended up at acceptance that I have a funky name. But I do kind of think that Aquariuses have or can have an individuality complex and you tell an Aquarius that they are rebels and they will even be like, no, that's not true. I love pop culture. I um, love Britney Spears. Um, but it is just like such like a misunderstood sign all in all. I think it as a sign, just like individuals under the sign are misunderstood. I think, um, yeah, the sign does like relate to being misunderstood where the opposite sign Leo is like clarity and order and understanding and everybody gets Leo. Leo is like so popular and shining and Aquarius, the opposite is like the shadow or the antithesis of this where it's like the ugly stepchild that like nobody gets and like, like is making art alone in its room. Like, it's, it's like a pretty lonely sign, but it's also extremely social too, right? It's represented by a person. So there's so many paradoxes that go into the sign and it, it doesn't equal like the 11th house, but yeah, it is a social sign. And yeah, it does deal with like social ideas that kind of create the fabric of our brains and create like knowledge and understanding as we know it and I'm, I'm not even going to get into Uranus as like the co-signifier or as the um, modern planetary ruler because I mean just sticking to the basics here Saturn fixed sign air sign whatever like yeah I guess it does deal with the collective on this level where Saturn being the last traditional planet it's the last one it's all in like everything that is inside of Saturn so it deals with the collective not in like a uh, like moon way where the moon represents like giant bodies of people it's like everybody and their cousin as well it's like even the forgotten people even the people outside of the um, census so, yeah, I mean, I guess Aquarius is the party girl. It is like the, <laughs> it, can, it can be like the astrological party girl, sure. I think Aquarius is like the it girl. I mean, Aquarius Aquarius is like kind of like trend setting in this way where Aquarius is like standing out for being different and starting the trends because, like, Leo and Aquarius, like, they're both it girls, but, like, the Leo it girl is, like, um, more accepted than the Aquarius it girl. Like, the Aquarius it girl might be a little controversial and, like, subject to more criticism and, like, haters make her famous, but, like, the Leo it girl is, like, everyone, like, immediately accepts and, and loves the Leo it girl, but, like, the Aquarius it girl, like, ruffles some feathers and everybody's like, oh my god, I can't believe she's wearing that she looks weird and then of course like five ten years later it's common place so yeah Aquarius haters make you famous that's that's the quote 
Okay, well, I couldn't, I was about to just like sign off with like, mm, and I'm so confused, but I, I actually get it. I just needed to work it out a little bit. Um, yeah, happy Aquarius season. I was watching They Live and I just knew in my heart that there was no way that the person that created They Live was not an Aquarius. I just knew. I knew. And so then I went and I just searched John Carpenter birth time double A rod and rating. Okay, like the best, most accurate birth time imaginable for this director. We have it. So John Carpenter, um, double A rod and rating on his birth time. Um, Astro.com. Carpenter John, double A, rod and rating. He was born 16th of January, 1948 in Carthage, Carthage, New York. Um, yeah, he's a um, actually Capricorn sun, but the ruler of his ascendant is um, Mercury in Aquarius, right? And it's loosely conjunct his sun. Um, his sun is at the later degrees of Capricorn at 25 and his Mercury's at the early degrees of Aquarius at four. And um, his son is in a mutual reception with Saturn. He's like a um, sun in Capricorn, Saturn in Leo, right? So the planets are in each other's signs. Mercury is also opposite Saturn. So like these themes of being an outsider, um, are present in They Live. I feel like They Live, the movie, is about like being an Aquarius where the main character, he like puts on these glasses and he looks around and he sees that we're actually under mind control by this alien race and like all they want is for us to um, buy stuff and and look beautiful and, and they at the end like spoiler alert but like they ultimately are just like a billionaire class that like wants to go to outer space to like escape um everyone that has a soul and it's just it's so Aquarius right it's like you you see through everything for what it is um at its core and it's just it's Rotten, isn't it? Um, soulless, isn't it? So, anyway, um, I just wanted to mention They Live in my Aquarius talk because it's just something I've been thinking about and something I've been wanting to share. But, yeah, I'm actually really into Aquarius season, even though the sun is currently on Saturn and it's, like, devastatingly lonely like these feelings of loneliness and this like confrontation and recognition of like being abandoned um love it um it, it's hard and I think a lot of people are really sad right now myself included but um I don't know we're working it out um we're finding ways to I think Tune in to the truth. That's like a solar meaning. The truth behind um, feelings of isolation or um, lack and being cut off from, from things. I don't know. That's my experience of it. Anyway, here's, here's a, the iconic quote from They Live. 
I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. 